Sorry, Mom, but I would put three right in the back of your fucking head. Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Get off your cell phones. Pay attention. I tell you, you start counting five like a sucker. Welcome back. Welcome back. Another episode of Mindful Mayhem, and I am your host, Cody Tucker, and as always, be sure to like and subscribe. Hell yeah. So, um, now lately I've been thinking about how, I don't know, it had like crossed my mind lately, like, um, like dream jobs, like things that, you know, like whenever you're a kid, you have like a certain dream job. And then by the time you're an adult, that job is, you know, completely out the window or there are jobs that, you know, you're like more suited for. And I was thinking about, you know, how, like, whenever I was a kid, um, like whenever I was really little, like my dream job was to be like a, like a movie director, (laughs) which, uh, you know, and I was, and I was like planning on doing this shit all the way up until like through high school, like through high school, I was like, I was going to go to film school and waste, you know, a hundred thousand (laughs) dollars. (laughs) <laughs> to for nothing like what the fuck i was gonna be a goddamn famous movie director i could barely even like do this shit like it's just you know you're so fucking dumb whenever you're a kid like your dreams and shit are just so stupid <laughs> like i yeah i mean i had all kinds of shit like that like i was like oh i'm gonna be in the like whenever i was really little i was like oh i'm gonna be in the nfl so I was like, you know, tall and fat. And so everybody was like, well, you could be a good football player. And uh, little did they know that I'm unathletic, uh, uncoordinated, and I don't try hard at anything. <laughs> so and you kind of need all three of those, uh, you know, to be good in sports. So needless to say, that was not going to happen. So, yeah, and I, but I was just thinking about, you know, like, like I would definitely say that like my dream job now, like my dream job now and the job I'm best suited for are not the same jobs. And they were, I don't think they are for anybody. I don't think they're the same job. Like, like my dream job now is to be like a flavor tester for Ben and Jerry's. (laughs) Like that, I mean, I w- that may be actually what I'm probably best suited for too. But I think, eh, I think like what I'm best suited for would to be like, to be a, like a mannequin at like a big and tall section of JC Penney's. Like that's the job I'm probably best suited for. <laughs> it's maybe not my dream job. Actually, if I could be a sit down mannequin, like if I didn't have to stand, then that would 100% be my dream job. To just sit down and be quiet and still and wear, you know, like size, you know, 54 slacks. <laughs> like I would, I would do that shit seven days a week. I kind of already do. <laughs> just not the slacks part, but like, 
but what got me thinking about this is that, well, part of what got me thinking about this is the fact that, um, which I'm sure a lot of people know by now, uh, Juneteenth, you know, passed by, you know, not too long ago and the company Ikea <laughs> decided to do like a Juneteenth, I guess like dinner or meal or Juneteenth lunch for like their employees, which is, you know, in theory, a nice thing to do, except on the menu, they served fried chicken and watermelon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that's real. Like that fucking company, this, you know, I'm sure probably worth at least a billion dollars. Like Ikea is fucking massive. Like this, so let's just say billion dollar company doesn't have a single person hired who just reviews everything they that they do like to make sure that they don't do something fucking retarded <laughs> like so to my point that is that might be my dream job also maybe the best job I'm suited for is to be hired out like uh, what do they call it sublet sublease no what do they call it when you're just like temporarily hired out? Like you work for a different company. Ah, what the fuck ever? Who cares? So anyways, my dream job, AKA job I'm best suited for would be to be hired out by these like major corporations. And every time that they're going to do something, they just fax it to me. Fax. What the fuck did I say? Fax. <laughs> yeah. They send it by a fucking carrier pigeon. <laughs> no. So they email it, email it to me. And, um, I'll read over it and make sure that there's nothing fucking dumb in it. And then if, there, if there's no racist fucking lunch <laughs> or man, I mean, some of the shit that companies do, you're just like, who in the fuck? Like, like what made you think that that was a good idea? Like what, like what was Ikea Swedish? I mean, maybe they just don't know. Maybe they just Googled, like, they had to have. They had to have, like, the CEO of Ikea had to have just Googled. Because, you know, in Sweden, there can't be black people in Sweden. There's no fucking way. Um, yeah, there's there's not a chance. So they don't know shit about, like, what, you know, like, how to fucking fit in with that. So, like, you know, they'll... So I'm sure that the CEO just Googled... You know, what foods do black people like? And, you know, probably, I'm sure found a Fox News article uh, that, said, that said fried chicken, watermelon, menthol cigarettes. And they're like, well, we don't smoke in Ikea, so I guess we'll just do fried chicken and watermelon. What the fuck? Like, you know, they could have saved so much trouble by just paying me like, I don't know, a hundred bucks a week. Like I wouldn't even ask for much. Just a hundred bucks a week for me to review it, to just lay in bed, my laptop, just review, just, uh, don't do this shit. This is probably all right. Um, here you go. And then, you know, they give me a hundred bucks. Like they would have saved so much fucking trouble and so much like PR time that they have to do. It is amazing to me that like that a ma such a major fucking company doesn't get that like 
I mean, it's got a, well, there's like a lot of reasons why it would probably suck to be black in America. I mean, there are obviously great things about it, but like, you know, it's got to suck to not be able to eat like, okay. So before I get into that, because I need to like think how I'm going to word it. <laughs> so, so like if you're white, white stereotypes are not bad. Like there are no bad white stereotypes. Um, I mean, other than like school shooters that we like shoot up schools, which, you know, I mean, statistics don't lie. So, um, you know, I'll take that, but you know, that's not like a, a, it's not like a terrible fucking stereotype and it's not even like that common of one, but you know, like we don't have stereotypes of like foods that we eat. like, what's a white food like hot dogs or hot dogs, hot dogs is a white thing. I've never, I've never heard any of like my black friends say like, God damn, I wish I had a hot dog right now. <laughs> like, you know, it sounds good. A fucking hot dog. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah. And I don't know any like Latinos, sorry, Latinx. <laughs> I don't know any like, you know, Hispanic people that are like dying to like, you know, go get a hot dog. <laughs> so man, I guess hot dogs are white foods, but you know, that's not that bad. And I don't even fucking like hot dogs. So I'm not like missing out. But like, my point is that like, if you're black in the U S like, there's a lot of things you can't do. Because if a white person sees you, like, you probably are subconsciously thinking, like, oh, here we go, another fucking white person that thinks that I'm just fitting this a fucking stereotype. So, like, you know, like, if you're black, there's no way you could eat watermelon in front of, like, non-black people. And maybe even some black people you probably couldn't even eat in front of. Like, like if you're, like, black, you have to eat watermelon, like, in your bedroom. Like, which is fucking dumb. I mean, I, it's, I get why, like, you wouldn't do it, but, like, that's so shitty. I mean, I hate watermelon, so that's not a good example. But, like, fried chicken, like, fried chicken's fucking amazing. Probably one of my top five favorite foods is just KFC fried chicken. But, you know, like, if you're, like, if you're black, like, you, it's got to be hard to eat that if you're, like, in front of white people. Like, because you're probably just always thinking, like, like, oh, are they fucking judging me because I'm, you know, I'm black and I'm eating it. Like, that's such a shitty fucking way to live. And white people will never have to under, will never understand that shit. Like, I don't understand it. Not completely. Um, yeah. So, we should give you reparations. <laughs> it's the fucking least we could do making it to where you can't eat like one of the top five greatest foods ever in public. Like, you should get a monthly fucking stipend. Uh, I think it's funny when people are like super against that. They're like, like I know people who are like, you know, why do black people think they should get reparations? Like you haven't, you don't know. <laughs> like you really don't have an idea of why they should get something. Like, and you know, what is, is the, the 40 acres and mule, is that a, is that really like historically accurate? I should know that, but I really don't, but you know, like, cause it's funny. The people that I've heard that are like, oh, they shouldn't be getting reparations. The, the white people that say that their argument is usually, um, you know, uh, like, uh, 
well, you know, I, why, like, you know, the, the people who are black now were never slaves, so why should they get reparations? Oh, kind of a bold fucking statement to make, <laughs> to make. <laughs> and you definitely have to, you know, look over your shoulders a couple of times before you say it out loud, but fuck. Um, okay. And, and so at that point, you know, you say, well, okay, yeah, and right. And like, no people who are white today have ever owned slaves. Okay. Like, all of that's true. But, <laughs> you know, if you don't, if you don't see it like very clearly that black people are still dealing with the after effects of something that ended. 1863 right so the emancipation proclamation which did not really end it but whatever i mean so you know 150 years ago like something something that ended 150 years ago and black people still deal with that shit and you know but white people are still benefiting from slavery like there are still families who are loaded because 100 well 200 150 years ago their, you know, great, great, great grandparents owned a fuck ton of slaves on their land and they didn't have to give any of that shit up. So now that land's been passed down through families and land values appreciate like a motherfucker. So ergo, here's some fucking dickhead wearing, uh, you know, sunglasses with the band around the back and a goddamn fishing shirt who has a $70,000 truck and he's 16 years old because, you know, fucking, uh, Tanner's dad, uh, great, 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 great granddad, Jebediah owned, you know, 400 human beings. So there you go. Reparations. I'm for it. I don't, I don't want any of that shit coming out of my checks. <laughs> I should, no, I'm just, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't be able to give you too much, but I do, I do what I could. <laughs> like, I, I mean, what are the? I mean, you're not really gonna be able to get too much out of me. Like, I'll give you like a couple of cigarettes. That's about all I got. Like, that's why I need to go ahead and get married now, because I don't have shit. So if I get a divorce. I mean, there's no way I'm not coming out on top. Uh, like, what are you going to get from me? Fucking, you're going to get half of what? Half a pack of fucking Marlboros and like a couple of black t-shirts, which this is like one of the few non-black t-shirts I have. Uh, so, you know, you get probably like 15 shirts, a half a pack of cigarettes and like this camera. <laughs> like, all right. You know, I'll, I'll chalk that up. Like I, it's funny, like being like this age now and you start realizing that, you know, that all your friends are like fucking married or at least getting married or having kids. And, you know, I don't ever want to get married. <laughs> uh, part of that is, you know, supply and demand. <laughs> like I got supply, but there ain't a lot of demand. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows I say that but you know if like if I ever uh, 
meet someone that's not from this country. Basically, 90 Day Fiance. I would do that shit in a heartbeat. I would do that tomorrow. If some fucking Brazilian or Russian chick that was, you know, a fucking solid goddamn 10 wanted to marry me, I would know that it wouldn't, that it would just be to come here. And that's fine. Like, <laughs> that wouldn't bother me one bit. Yeah, I think it's funny because I've told that shit to people and they're like, oh, well, they wouldn't even really love you. All right, fucking samesies. <laughs> wouldn't fucking love them either. Like, I think that's funny that people are like, oh, they're getting taken advantage of. Like, no, it's a fucking fair trade because th- those people in Nine Day Fiance are all really lucky to even be able to be around a woman who's not like their mom. So... You know, they don't love these fucking women either. Like, there's no way. Like, if, like, they love the fact that this woman is, you know, 23 and, you know, built like a goddamn, like, Sports Illustrated model. And, yeah, that's what they love. They don't give a fuck. They probably don't, they don't know what their favorite color is. Their <laughs> favorite shape. <laughs> they don't know any of that shit. They just know that, like, dude, this, this chick is hot as fuck and I never would have gotten her. Because of how ugly and pathetic I am. I never would have gotten her if I didn't pay, you know, a monthly fee for uh, some dating website. And lived in America. Which, so, yeah, it's fucking, it's a fair fucking trade to get to be, you know, have, you know, uh, pity sex every couple of days. And, yeah, you got to, like, you know, buy, buy this chick, you know like makeup and stuff or whatever, but fuck. Yeah. I would do that. I would do that. I mean, I don't, I don't see the problem. I would want like more than one. Like, I don't know what Texas's laws are as far as like marriage goes. Like if you can marry more than one person, uh, but let's say Texas was like a polygamist, uh, friendly state. I mean, I would have like a whole goddamn cult of foreign, like supermodels. And would not give a fuck that none of them like me and that they all probably talk shit about me or all plotting to kill me. That's fine. Uh, yeah, fuck it. I'll take it. <laughs> shit, that, that'd, be, that'd be fucking worth it. Have a goddamn commune that look like the fucking United Nations of like supermodel. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't. I just I think that shit's hilarious. Like when people are like, oh, my God, you know, like you're. You're such a fool. They don't even love you. They just love you for the fact that you live in the U.S. Which, you know, what's funny about like Nine Day Fiancé is that most of these women come over and they think they they all have this idea that like the U.S. is either Los Angeles or New York or Miami. Like they think it's like it may be Vegas. Like they think it's like one of those types of things. (laughs) They don't realize that like 90 percent of the U.S. is Cleveland. (laughs) <laughs> or Tulsa. Like, so, and, and none of these dudes live in like those types of cities. None of them live in like New York or LA. Um, it's usually some, you know, fucking fat, pathetic 40 year old dude that lives in, you know, Dearborn, Michigan. <laughs> and there's like, you know, now this 21 year old Brazilian chick who's like having to like shovel out a driveway for five months out of the year. And she's like, Oh, I, I thought America would be nice. Like, 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 no bitch. Like you got, you got fucking got, 
<laughs> she's like like so many of them are like where's the beach and they're like oh bitch like <laughs> we live in kansas city like <laughs> um you know the beach is like three days away i i i mean and and they're all like you know a couple of days in they're like yeah i kind of want to move back <laughs> like like my fucking uh what do they call it? Favela. My favela in Brazil was kind of nicer than this shit. Like most of them have like high speed internet, you know? And then they're going to these people's house that like one, they're li- they all, all of them fucking live with their mom. And they're like, they can't decide like the, the, the chick who's coming here is like, you know, um, don't, don't you think like you should probably tell your mom that it's time for her to find her own place. Uh, or for us to find our own place. Like we're about to get married. And the guy's like, uh, you know, she is my mom. Like you fucking idiot. <laughs> like this chick wants to be alone with you, which implies, you know, something good. And you're just like, yeah, but you know, mom's been through a lot. Dude, if a fucking, if, if, uh, like who's like a famous, like Brazilian chick. Uh, okay, let's say, well, Selma Hayek's not Brazilian, but let's say some chick that looked like Selma Hayek. So I think she's from Mexico, um, which I guess works. So let's say Selma Hayek comes and she wants to marry me, clearly not out of love, which I've already been over that. That's fine. So Selma Hayek moves in with me and like my mom lives here and she's like, Oh, Cody, don't you think? Uh, hold on, what? Hold on. <laughs> Let me try that again. Actually, let's go no accent because uh, <laughs> this is not going to work out well. Um, she's like, "Oh, Cody, don't you think uh, we should, you know, get our own place? Like, I don't really want to live with your mother." She would be halfway through that sentence, and I would already be loading up a fucking revolver. Like, I'd be like, oh, you don't, you don't want my mom around? Like, like, and then, I, I mean, I would put, sorry, mom, but I would put three right in the back of your fucking head. If Selma Hayek was like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't want to live like in the same place as your mom. I'm like, okay, done deal. <laughs> like, 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 it would be quick. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't get how there's any fucking like, dude these people are so fucking dumb man and what's and to go back to race it's been a very racial episode and it's not over so um (laughs) uh they're all white dudes like they're all fucking white dudes and there's something about us whites that we don't know how to talk to women or like like to get women like i've been around like i have friends of all sorts of races (laughs) Uh, <laughs> like a, like a school textbook, uh, cover, <laughs> uh, not Asians though, not for a lack of, you know, wanting, there's just not a lot around. Um, so I have seen how, you know, white people, black people and Hispanic people interact around women and black dudes are the number one best at it. Like, it is fucking impressive. Like, whenever you see, like, like how a black people hit them, you're like, what the fuck? Like, how how are you so goddamn good at this? Then you see a Mexican dude, and it's always this, like, little... <laughs> if anybody knows... <laughs> hopefully people know what I'm talking about. But, like, Mexican dudes always do this little... 
and it fuck and I'm just like, what the fuck is that? And then this fucking hot ass chick will turn around and be like, yes, like, see, papi? And then, you know, next thing you know, they're like, she's pregnant. And white people are like, oh, God, it's bad. It's just so fucking bad. And these dudes on 90 Day Fiance are like, they're like middle of the road. They're not even the worst ones. Like, I'm pretty fucking bad at talking to women. Like really bad at it. Uh, yeah. And, and I'm better than a lot of the dudes that are on 90 day fiance, but I'm like, I think I'm probably middle of the road. Like as far as like, I'm not like if by white standards, I'm not good at it, but I'm not terrible. I'm just, I'm just what, how I, how I am. <laughs> Dude, fucking God, white people are, horrible (laughs) oh man no uh another thing that had come up that i was uh seeing um which you know goes back to white people being the way we are uh so there's this this woman who is i think she's 21 or 23 she's you know I guess most likely going to be in the Olympics. Her name is Shakari Richardson. So I'm sure everybody knows what who this is. So let me here's a picture of her. I think. Uh, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know like how hard it is to look hot like this when you're in mid sprint? Like, do you know what I look like when I'm running? It's so it's fucking horrifying. I mean, I've never seen myself run, but I can picture it in my head, like what it looks like. It's not good. But look at this shit. Oh my God. Dude, okay. But here's the thing is that all these fucking, you know, wonderful whites are just talking all this shit about her, saying that she's, I've read some wild shit that people are saying about her. Like, um, like, and it's the cliche, ghetto, trash, uh, you know, talking about like her hair, nails, makeup. Dude, she is bad as fuck. And white people are so fucking jealous of everything. Me included. I am no, uh, I am not exempt from this. I am so fucking jealous that I can't dunk a basketball. Like, or like I, there's so many things that like, I can't do and I chalk it up to being white, but a lot of it could have to do with like my morbid obesity. <laughs> like maybe if I weighed 180, I might be able to dunk a basketball because I am like six, three. So I have like a height advantage, but I still probably could because I'm not fucking athletic. So like, there's just things that I'm just jealous. I can't sing. And it seems like black people are fucking amazing singers. Like it's like, they have like fucking like lotion in their throat. <laughs> and it's uh it's fucking infuriating. Anyways, all this shit, these like people talking shit about her, which I don't know anything about her. I just know she's hot as shit and super fucking fast. Um But yeah, all these people that are talking shit about her are just jealous white women. They're like, eh, like yeah, I can't no. But look at this, watch this. Hold on. Here's a video of her. And just look at this shit. God damn. Whoa. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Oh, man. I do. I am excited for the Olympics, though. <laughs> nice transition. Um, but I wish here. Okay. If they if they were asking me going back to the whole dream job thing. One thing I wish I could do is pick the sports that are in the Olympics because this shit would be on day one. Blindfold racing. Yeah. You know what? Everything would be blindfolded. If I got to pick the shit in the Olympics, if I was in charge of the IOC, everything's blindfolded. Uh, swimming, um, oh, fucking, uh, archery, like all that shit, everything would be blindfolded, uh, hurdles, it'd just be people racking their fucking knees on hurdles for, you know, the whole day, like, yeah, and it's, it's very unfair that I don't get to do that, because I would make it so much better, oh, man, well, in celebration of Juneteenth, I'll try to make it up to, um, and in, I, you know, on behalf of Ikea, this is uh, an apology to all African-Americans who have suffered through a lot. Um, here we go. Happy Juneteenth. On behalf of all white people, I apologize. Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Pay attention. Get off your cell phones. Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs>